I've forgotten how I wanted to start it. To start it. So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning, reasoning and seasoning. Reasoning and seasoning. I like that reasoning and seasoning. Right. <laughs> <laughs> tuned in, locked in, tuned in. Yeah. Actually, do I? What do I want to record? I got Sims Simba. I'm just gonna go Ellington. Hello everybody. This is the reason the season. Hi. This is a podcast. Each week. <laughs> a lot of shit going on. <laughs> 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 all right, look. All right, all right. Let's just blast into it. See what comes out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you tune in every I'm week. Cancel that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? We're just two guys. You want to hear? What? What? No, wasn't that right? Okay. Damn. What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. <laughs> Have you tuned into uh, the Gymshark story? You know the dude who started Gymshark. No, I know who you're talking about though. But yeah. I, I, what's the story? What's so the they, um, I mean, in, in terms of he, he, he started the business because he wanted a stringer vest. He's a gym guy who wanted a stringer vest, but he could only order it from the States. And the same issues that we oh, all want. What kind through, of vest? You know those stringer vests that show like your whole upper body. And he could only get one from the States? Yeah. I don't know if that's true. What year was this? Well, I don't know when. This is another thing. I don't know exactly when he's talking about. But to be saying... fair, if he's talking about like 15 years ago, because mm. even when I started uni, like you couldn't just go and get shorts. Yeah. And if you needed to buy a certain color, like basketball shorts, if you needed to buy a certain color, mm. you had to like order from this company called East Bay. Yeah, yeah, and from were, the States. And, and, the tra- and the shipping costs alone were more. If, if you imagine, if he, I'm guessing if they went through, him and all his friends, uh, they might have done the same bulk order thing as well. But I remember what I used to go through for fitting caps. There were certain fitting caps you could get over here and they were fine, you know, certain teams and everything, but everyone else had them. But if you yeah, wanted something they, that they, no one else had. You were getting it from JD or yeah. Foot Locker. And everyone was rocking the same one. But if you wanted something exclusive, you had to order it from the States. We never so, really had that problem in London. Oh, right, okay. They got all the little markets, the boutiques, the yeah. little boss man clothes You'll shops. find it somewhere. You'll yeah. find a rare thing or one that nobody else has seen. And then, like, loads of brands would do their own versions. Ah, uh, okay. So, like, they would collab with um, with New Era. Yeah. And they would make their own one. So, you'd be like, oh, what one's that one? So, yeah. after a while, it didn't, you didn't even need to have an actual team on it. Mm. It's just somebody else's logo. Yeah, so, yeah. And it's all up on the thing. One collab that will forever be illegal was the frowsy Gucci one and nobody works for Gucci had ever seen oh, any Gucci of New these Eras. Gucci New Eras Gucci clubs Gucci Air Forces man used to tell me say, oh yeah I got, the one brother came Gucci in Tims. one brother came in with the Burberry Tims oh right he was adamant yeah. they were an official collab mad that's a big man they weren't there's no way there yeah. is no way on her and they started to drop these logics and say no nah, because Timberland if you go to the Timberland store they're like mid-range mid-price you can get boots for more expensive, you can get boots for cheaper, but they're like in the middle. They're of the same like ilk. Mm. And I was like, nah, that's no. Burberry did not collab with flipping Timberland. Yeah. God bless these neither days. Neither did Gucci, neither did Fendi. Yeah. These days you can go on the Dior website. Dior only recently did it, but that was what? That was a, uh, that was an official collab for like one-off stuff, innit? I'm not sure. I don't really watch Dior stuff. I, they, had, they had a Dior thing. I'm not too up on it, but they had like some Dior ones. Mm. Where they had like the Dior print in the bottom and, and oh, the gum. yeah. They look cold, but like, I think that's the only collab Nike have ever had with like a high fashion brand. Uh, it's mad. In those days, you couldn't just jump on the website and blatantly see 
that there is no. I like because if because if Nike were collabing with Gucci, they would have made it known. Yeah, it would have been a big deal for them as a exactly. marketing thing. But these days, when you can just jump on the website and be like, mm, <laughs> they don't seem to have these. Yeah, uh, <laughs> is no. yours such a one-off? That they don't I even lie. put it on the website. Some youth from Northwest <laughs> London happens to have the only pair of Burberry Tims. Yeah, Come on, man. suspect. I'm not believing that at all. But, but the, what's the name? Dapper Dan. Uh-huh. He so they it wasn't an official collab, but they were real Gucci and they were real Nike. All right. That's okay. the only. So um, he used to buy like the Gucci bags mm. and the prints or whatever, and then cut them, mm. cut the bags, and then stitch them to the trainer or the Tim or whatever. So okay. he used to cut, but he used to take authentic. Mac trainers or authentic Tim's and authentic Gucci or authentic Vendi okay. and just he used to make his own version of it. Oh, okay. So okay. that's so in a way, that's not an official collab by mm. the companies, but the two elements that make it are like oh, they're like the real legit. deal. Yeah, yeah they're the, and they were done. Print. And he was an actual tailor, so like he was, they were done properly, oh. like to a high spec. So those are the only, I think, and then obviously we used to see that on like the hip hop videos or whatever. And I'm just like, yeah, they've got the real deal because they know the guy that's doing it. Yeah. yeah. Brother, you got those from Edgeware, Edgeware Road <laughs> Market, Brixton Market and them places. Yeah. They're not real blood. Like the two shoes don't even look the same. Yeah. How are you telling me that they're the same ones that flipping <laughs> Noriega's wearing? Move, man. It's a mockery, man. It's a mockery. But yeah, anyway, on the on the Gymshark front, basically what he's done is he started in his living room at home uh, and he tells the story about how he was hand making the, the clothes, the first Gymshark clothes. Oh, real? And he's got photos of the first Gymshark clothes. <laughs> Bro, I laughed my ass off when I saw the so photos. So is he, is he like a tailor or something? Does no, he, like, no. He want, he's a gym guy who wanted clothes that were better for him in the gym so rather than you know they even give him a like a man man never had no job no aspirations no no i'm talking about like uh, come on you can you can be anything you can be a truck driver you can be whatever but if you are attendee of the gym you're a gym guy right that's true if you give a damn about the gym and you regularly go to the gym you're a gym guy so with him it was like all right cool um he wanted things that fitted him better in the gym Uh but rather than i think the stuff that he was buying like for some reason a few of the bits were off and he was just like, you know, I can customize these. I can make my own. He started stitching his own. He learned how to stitch up. He got a, sh- a sewing machine in the house. Oh, all right. Uh, I think it was his mum or his aunt or whatever who, who hooked that up. And I was just like, all right, you know what? That's, that's a, I like the way that went because, um, you know, usually with these stories, you hear someone who's just like, they start with the white label in, you know, they'll, they'll put, oh, slap their logo. Fruit of the loom. Yeah, they'll slap their logo <laughs> on a fruit of the loom. Now they're the CEO off uh t-shirt, t-shirt company. company yeah and it's just like all right come we're not talking about ceo apparel that's what they call just it. say you're the owner of the thing ceo just say i i'm the one that's bootlegging these yeah these are my t-shirts I'm end of you know what yeah. I mean? but anyway his things progressed so far that like obviously his brand has got in a lot of crazy spaces where it's grown to the size that it is now um so this week they opened up their flagship store their first non-pop-up place, their proper place oh, in Regent Street in London. Yeah, of course, I mean. And I was just like, he they took a walk around to the place away. and I was like, this is an impressive space for some dude who started this out in his living room. Do you know what I mean? And there's a lot of other clothing labels as well, which I've seen, uh, which I've just been like, do you know what? I love when people stick it out like this. Yeah. Because imagine all the times when... There's so many challenges in that kind of in, in anything, starting up anything, bro. So they didn't give in. Now he's on he's got Regent Street, 
uh, operations. I think um, there have been like a lot of big names from like marketing in America and everything getting involved. And I was just like, Do you know what? Now, what, is Gymshark not big in America? No, it is big, but he's now taking it to uh, a further extent, I think. So he's... Um, Giving it to Elon Musk. Let me sell it in space. You know when people... Man's doing, man's doing aeronautical gear now. Yeah, you, you know when certain um, flipping influencers start getting involved. Have you ever heard of Gary V? Yeah. The, yeah. So he's now yeah. got an official yeah, role on the board. Really? So when things like that start happening, Grant Cardone and <laughs> Demande... Then you're just like, all right, okay, cool. This is now beyond yeah, Jim Shark, the clothes. I mean, I don't rate It's now Fortune me, 500 shit you're trying to if do. If he's on board, then it must be something. Mm. It must be a serious thing. Yeah, I'm just looking at pictures of the actual store. It looks neat, man. Yeah, man. Neat little store still. Look, walk around. You know what? That walk around, when I was just like, you know what? Think about... I know a lot of brands that I've followed, like, from the very beginning. Not specific... Just streetwear brands. Not specifically Jim Clubber or anything. Mm. Um... Like Benjot, for example, I yeah, still yeah, rock yeah. that now. But I remember when it first dropped um, ages ago. And you know, so certain brands, you're like, do you know what? <laughs> I don't actually know if this is gonna still be around. Yeah. But I like what they're doing right now. Like Fubu, <laughs> bro. The the return Fubu's making. Mess around and what, see me no. rocking at 05 on the streets. No. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not it, seeing Fubu. Bro, it's like bell bottom trousers. They go away. They come back because people. Um, yeah, but like my nephew's generation, they're rocking Carl Kanai and all that, and I'm just like, where the hell did you get that? Yeah, but where are they gonna get Fubu from? Nah, Fubu's about, bro. Really? Fubu's about. TJ Maxx still have Fubu on. Oh, that's on true. Racks. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're yeah, still yeah. selling its retail at TJ oh, Maxx. Oh, you know what's funny as well? Like, remember a couple of years ago, Fibu, um, Fila were making a comeback with their, mm. their chunky boots, mm. and then like Alessi, yeah, and then Kappa. To be fair. I play for a team and our kit's made by Kappa. So I know Kappa's still in the game. Yeah. But I don't know if they're making streetwear or street apparel. Mm. But I know the majority of their... Like, a lot of teams I know have got Kappa uniforms. Yeah, man. I think the WBBL is sponsored by Kappa. So they're yeah. still making clothes, but just not for everybody every day. Yeah. But yeah, no, I've not... I've not... Fubu, fucking hell. That was niche to begin with. Yeah. Alessi was kind of like a big brand in Europe, I believe. Yeah. And then, what was it? I mean, Fila was obviously a big brand. Yeah. But. Fila was dope, man. Mm-hmm. There's so like many only, bits. only certain man, a certain girl. Like, even even girls. I don't know girls that wore food. I don't know. That's not like my cousins used to wear food. But not a lot. Yeah. Man, they will come with the food hat, the food t shirt, the food jeans. Fubu life. Yeah, For but real. everything food. Food bandana. Mad. Who was specifically. I'm just trying to think of like if there was one person specifically who was like the face, who was on all the the advertising for Fubu. Because I know who did it for like Sean John. I know who did it some hip hop. Yeah, maybe like Benzino or someone. Uh, I can't think of. I can't think of who it was. Yeah, man. But yeah, that's just my reflection on this week, and like I've seen so many encouraging things for people like that, and it's just like you you apply it to your own hustle. Fair play. I'm not a clothes designer, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But when you see something come from come to fruition from very humble beginnings where yeah. they actually show you the insight. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of these stories, they show you an insight on the humble beginnings, but they fail to tell you that like, oh, by the way, uh, my startup seed fund was for my dad who gave me 300 grand cash. Yeah, that's like when flipping... You know what I mean? 
Donald Trump was like, yeah, I had a small business loan of a million dollars. Like, brother. Well, Elon Musk fails to mention that his flipping father owned a diamond mine in South Africa. Well, there you go. So when we're talking about... I came from money. And I'm not saying he claims, oh, I started from the bottom, it was all me. Do you know what I mean? But when I've heard him speaking, I'm like, why don't you reflect on that a bit well, more? When people are like, I'm going to be the next Before Elon paper. Musk, I'm like, you're already not. You're yeah. already behind. <laughs> Like, Let's talk about behind. that, please. Let's talk about the funds that he had access to that would allow him to go to certain schools. Like, you're not really... Yeah. You really got access to that kind of... That or even allow thing. him to make certain mistakes, bro. Because, you know, for someone who's doing a startup, you make a really mission-critical mistake that costs you 50 racks. That was the only 50 racks that your small startup had. You're finished. Whereas for someone like that, where it's just like, I right, let's try the next thing. Maybe lose another 50. But that's all good. It's only the third or fourth thing which actually sticks... And yeah. Because that's the thing. I think you can try a hundred different things, right? And people could be like, oh, yeah, you failed 99 times. If that one thing lands, mm. it's, it's it literally no one talks about the 99 things that you fucked up. Yeah, exactly. So if you're a hustler, you've got a hustler's mentality, it's one of the ones where I'll keep going until one something sticks. And law mm. of averages, something has to stick. Yeah. You can't go through your life trying things all the time, like fully giving it your all, trying, mm. and then nothing happens. Exactly. exactly. I think though, what what kind of cracks me up is that you always hear successful people talking about their their past failures. Uh, I'm like, no, nah, I want to hear motherfucker trying right now, telling me he failed this morning. Yeah, that's real. Don't tell me later. Don't the wait title, until like... you're a millionaire to kind of give me Captain Hindsight. Yeah, because it doesn't really help me at that point. Because I'm mm. like, yeah, those mistakes were like. A, B, and C yeah. tailored for you or like they happen because you were doing certain things and you, do you know what yeah. I mean? But when a man is trying day in, day out and just failing, falling flat on his face, you just have to be like, this isn't normal. Yeah. I, do you know what I mean? But a lot of people did, man. A lot of people had naysayers. A lot of people had like restricted access to funds, things that they would have, that, that directly inhibit them. Inhibit? 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 Inhibit, yeah. The things that directly stopped them uh, from actually making money, yeah, I couldn't think uh, of the word properly. So, yeah, but nah, that directly stopped them. So it's just like, yeah, I think some people kind of like gloss over the privilege that they have, mm. or that they had, or that they used to get yeah. into the position that they are. It's not level playing kind of on one on one one thing though. It it can kind of motivate you if you hear somebody say, "I own a Fortune 500 company," but then they fail to tell you that it was say inherited. Mm. One thing could be, right, it could really encourage a kid to be like, right, he owns a Fortune 500 company. Yeah. I'm going to do everything I can to be able to afford a Fortune 500 company or be the CEO or whatever, or the owner or whatever it is. Mm. So that kid, say, works their ass off. Yeah. Networks like a motherfucker. Even now, no matter what age, he's the one in the room first asking questions, giving good impressions, giving lasting impressions. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like talking to people, learning his trade, learning his craft, developing it, yeah. you know, educating himself more, educating himself in the topics around it. Mm. Now he's, he has basically done that to become, to get to where say Elon Musk is. Mm -hmm. And then when they get to the, when they get to the same level now, they're like, oh, Elon, we're both billionaires. Let's sit down and have a lunch. And Elon just says, yeah, well, uh, I actually inherited all this. <laughs> Your head is hot. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Your head is Stress. fucking hot. Think but then on the other hand, years someone, in the dungeon. someone could say, oh yeah, Elon Musk, he just inherited all his money, which made him basically allowed him to get into certain schools, which made him gene, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. And a kid could hear that and be like, well, then there's no hope for me. Why try? Mm, yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I tell you what, I will do. I'm gonna rob this motherfucker. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hold the, I'm gonna hold the Glock to the side and all them things there. Yeah, it's always interesting when, in terms of like just achievements or how far someone wants to go with something, uh, sporting world, business world, regardless, right? You've got some people who've got this view of like, okay, um, I want to look at the top person in everything. And yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to hear more about them. So I can be inspired. I want to do the same as them. Uh, and then you've got this other school of thought where a lot of people are just like, well, what's the point? At the end of the day, what's the point? Do you know what I mean? Like, what? We all going to die. Do you know what I mean? We all going, no matter how many accolades, how many feathers in your hat, we are just all. 13, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what's, what's, what, where does it end? Do you know what I mean? In terms of how many pats on your back you can collect, how many. So say, for example, um, uh, someone trying to compete with a, an Elon Musk, uh, bloody, I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg or whatever, Bill Gates, all that kind of thing. It's like, I get it. They've done staggeringly incredible things. But in terms of legacy now, yeah. I'm sorry, when I bring up Bill Gates, <laughs> I mean, with I get a lot of people saying a lot of negative stuff in yeah, terms yeah, about, yeah. of his, uh, you know, it's what's practices. Yes, dodgy practices. And taxes. Exactly. So is that the legacy? It's like, yeah, man's done by a lot of people's standards well in his field. Yeah. But look at the legacy, bro. People are trashing his name left, right and center. And it's just <laughs> like, well, what's the I point? Think, do you know what's funny though? You can run a man through the dirt, like run his name through the dirt, but it doesn't really, if it doesn't change anything, like, it doesn't change what he's worked for. Mm. I think your reputation and your legacy and that, obviously, I, I feel like most people, if not all people, would want to leave a legacy, whether that's um, something that means something to the community, whether it's your own children, whether it's like uh, your personality, whereby everybody remembers you, even when you're not around, mm. when you pass on or whatever. Like, I think that's every person's desire when they consciously try to achieve something. Yeah. When, yes, it's mad. This, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know where I'm going with that one, but yeah, I think I think that's the that's the key there. Yeah, I saw something actually. Uh, I, I saw this online, and I was just like, you know what? This really stuck with me. Just when you try to look at the bigger picture and just kind of put oh. things in a frame, nobody is so important to the world that the world won't move on without. That thing you said you will do tomorrow might never be done because there's no guarantee that you will be here tomorrow. Oh, if yeah. you die now, trust me, your girl, your man, your family, best friends, everyone will mourn, but their lives will go on. Yep. Please live now. Live while you're alive. Nobody has seen all blah, 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 blah. It goes on. I'm just like, it's so simple. Like, if you think about it, it's a thing that's said in many different ways. And it's such a simple point, but it's flipping through and it's crazy. Think about the amount of long-term plans people are making. They're like, oh, well, do you know what? Like, 30 years from now, man's going to become this. And man's going to do this. And it's just like, yo, tomorrow ain't promised. Like, remember when the brother was saying about Bitcoin? Buy mm. Bitcoin now. And this was in, like, what, 2006 or 2005, 2006? Yeah. And he was adamant. Now my man is a billionaire. Because mm -hmm. he didn't wait it for the trend to rise or for, to jump on the bandwagon. He said, right. I've got some dollars, I'm going to invest it in this Bitcoin and I'm going to see what's going on. Yeah, and yeah. And he did it. Some could call, call it a leap of faith, some could call it a risk. I like to think things like that are calculated risks. Because mm. he, when you listen to that interview, I forget the guy's name, but when you listen to like one of the interviews, 
where he explains why he did what he did. Yeah. You you can just tell that. However, by any means, he was able to research the stock market or research the, you know what I mean? He's buying a new set, he's mining and he's selling. And he was like, oh, that's how you make money out of this short term or even like in the next 10, 15 years before it actually takes off. So he's had the ability to like look in the room and see who is going to help him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who who's who's productive? Who's influential in this circle? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Not just reading some shit that your neighbour from that, two doors yeah. down has shared on Facebook. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Right after like like double like liking a cat photo. It's just like yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like mm, you got to validate your, you got to check your source, validate your source, hear what they have to say, and then use your own common sense. Yeah. But like he's counted even on even him if it being. contradicts a... what you've kind of been told. Yeah. yeah. He's counted on him being alive in that ten years. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. If he wasn't around, then all those fancy plans. Do you know what I mean? Ten years passes, then boom. <laughs> it's just yeah, the way it's gonna it's gonna lock off so many activities, so many plans, so many flipping. I, I don't. I don't know if it is. I, I feel like people are just gonna be like, "All right, Boris, we hear you, but suck your mum in it." Like we're still we're still reaching our motive by force. <laughs> Do you know what? It's not so much like... I, I think on the individuals, people are going to buy fire by force. They're going to try to do what they're doing. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But now the pressure on um, on on venues, on countries, on borders, on yeah. that pressure now where it's like, okay, we need to do something. We need to either uh, restrict people or... But I just think it's funny, like the timing of all this, the big drive is coming to vaccinate children, Right. Surprise, surprise. I mean, people have been variant. arguing about that for years, just in vac- vaccinating children in general. Like, mm. it's been a conversation for, like, a long time, actually. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I, d- I don't know what... Like, that's just... They're just going to add that to a long list of vaccinations that already exist. Yeah, but mandatory. So, there's, mandatory. there's there's a lot of vaccinations. Are they not mandatory for, like, newborns now? Uh, I don't know which ones Not are. Which ones are. Like, yeah. yeah, some I, I guess some are mandatory. Yeah, uh, but it's the timing of um, I guess five to eleven year olds. They're about to pass. Well, they they've they've put that out there that like the vaccination of I don't know what age range it is. And then now this new variant comes along. Uh, Germany is just I think they're either about to or they already have passed the mandatory vaccination for all. Oh, for oh all. yeah, them in Austria. Austria, yeah, mad. Fuck. I'm sorry, bro. I'll be out in the streets turning shit over too. I, that's nah, what. Yeah, is... that, that's what. I think. I think the thing with the vaccine, vaccination, vaccine, for that. I think the thing, the argument around the vaccines is, some people are like, it's better for you. It's better for everyone if you do, and other people are like, well, I probably would have if it wasn't mandatory or if it was, if it didn't, if they didn't fear fear monger you into doing it. If there was a situation where they came out with a vaccine and says, look, here's a vaccine, this is what it does, you're free to make your own choice. Yeah. yeah. We, have a, we have a solution, it's on you as an individual. You won't be, in, you won't be prohibited from doing anything, mm. but it's on you if you want to take it. If that was the case, I reckon, if they come out and said that, or yeah. made it seem like that, came out with that energy, then I think more people would have vaccines. Yeah. But I think some people are just like, nah, why are you being so forceful for? Yeah. And they're looking at this whole thing sideways, being like, nah, you're on... 
Yeah. Why are you making man do it? Because there's been hundreds of vaccines that we could have been getting before the COVID hit. Mm. The flu vaccine or the rest of it. Why yeah. are you not? Why were you not forcing us to get the flu vaccine? Then it was exactly. like, if you want to protect yourself and others around you, you can take this. But yeah. if not, wrap up warm and stay, you know, yeah. stay, look after yourself, stay healthy. Look after yourself. Now it's, you're going to kill everyone if you don't get one. Exactly. And I'm just like... And then they're nah. harsh points, like, you can still get it even if you get these jabs. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> now, what's the point? <laughs> but no, the, 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 the thing is, oh, it won't be as bad. I'm like... but. I, everyone I know that's had COVID, it weren't that bad. It was shit for a day. Mm. I'm sorry, you live in a in a in a in a Western country. Having a shit day isn't that bad. Mm. Having a shit week, a month, yeah, call call somebody. Yeah. But like a shit day, brother, that's a free time off work. Like especially during especially during the pandemic, just be like, yeah, I'm fucking coming down with Corona. I can feel it. I've done a lateral flow, or I've done a whatever, or it's saying it's like, oh, it's confirmed. I've got it. Your boss is saying, all right, cool. Just don't do anything today then. Yeah. It's a free day of work. Yeah. Well, it's all pretty crazy. You've got sick pay. Most companies don't allow you to merge your sick pay with your holiday anyway. You could just lie. I know some people that just told their boss. Uh, they woke up in the morning and be like, I can't be fucked today. Phone mm. up their boss or email their boss saying, yo, I think I'm coming down with it for the next two, three. I want to lay low today. Yeah. I might tap in every now and then when I feel a bit more energy coming in. I'll do a flow test or whatever, and yeah. I'll let you know tomorrow what it says. So yeah. my man's getting today off mm. and potentially tomorrow. And if he takes tomorrow off, then he's going to be like, yeah, you can string it out for maybe a couple of, you yeah, know what I mean? couple days. Do that on the Monday. You uh, can potentially not have to work for four days. It's mad. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then on the other side of that, you've got the people who are like, for real, it's got them struck down. And it's just like... Yeah, I'm finding it so hard to find the truth in anything that's going on. Like, I don't know. I don't think we're supposed to. For starters, um, this fear campaign where they've tried to paint a picture that the this this Omicron vir- uh, variant. Am- Amarion variant. Yeah. That's what they've been calling it. Was, was supposedly um, originated in South Africa. These times, it was someone who was traveling via Amsterdam. Well, who I heard someone in Brazil found it first. Maybe, but you definitely I mean? not in South Africa. We don't even know where the fuck definitely they were found. Not in South Africa. They don't even know where the fuck it came from. Like, yeah. There's so many different sources. It was reported so in South Africa first, but it, it was present no. in Europe before. Um, so it's just like, and they've closed. So what they've done is they've, they immediately jumped on and said, like, close the borders, red list. Oh, is that why um, Amsterdam were kicking off a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Whereas... Right. I never knew why. I thought they just had a spike in cases. Yeah. There's, there's other this. countries that actually have confirmed cases, but have not been put on the red list. But they've said South Africa, red list. Zimbabwe, red but, list. Uh, and red. I'm just like, do you know what? Yeah, we've had enough. I just think, I've, yeah. got, I've got an uncle who's stuck in Zim right now who's meant to be flying back uh, this coming week. Uh, there's been no info. There's been no... While they figure it out, you're back on the red list. While they figure it out, it's... Yeah, it's, you speak for him. So. so the red list means you can't travel at all. It's not like a travel and then quarantine. It's... Because um, the thing is, that's another thing. There's so many different variations to that rule. Yeah, so red list last time was travel, quarantine at your own cost, and the hotel cost two bags. Um, and yeah, so if, if this time it follows the same thing, uh, but I know when at the very beginning it was red list as in no travel is happening between this point and this point, none, because we can't risk, even if you do come quarantine, you can still bring that shit. Do you know what I mean? I don't know anyone that quarantined 
broke the quarantine and actually got chased for it. I don't know anyone that got like mm. I don't know anyone that was got the follow up. Yeah. The visit. Because the phone calls, that's nothing. You can fake that. Yeah. If you're out and about, just go into a toilet cubicle mm. and you're in your crib. Or yeah. Your quarantine. But like, yeah, I don't know anyone that got caught. Yeah. Breaking curfew or breaking quarantine rules. So. I suppose the one. And I, we, we already know there's not enough people in this in this country to handle that job. Handle yeah. that responsibility. You exactly. got that per flight, right? Is what? Maybe four, maybe 500 people. Yeah. That's in one city, in one airport, within like, that's one flight. Yeah, it's one flight. Like, you think Many coming in in a day. There's so. probably like 20 that land in an hour in uh, a big airport. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've heard loads of stories of people getting a, a call. It's like 10,000 And people. one or someone getting someone turn up at their door. Yeah, that's what I mean. I've never, yes. heard, I don't know anyone that's had that. I've heard the stories, but mm. these are people that are like, I don't know them. Like, and I probably will never meet them. And they're like a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend's neighbor uh, from... Yeah. New Zealand or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, nah, it's too many degrees of separation for me to think that that's true. Yeah, exactly. I think ultimately, like what we're looking at this festive period anyway, no matter how much t- things tighten up, uh, I mean, in Scotland already, you know, the, the, the mask has been different to that, the rules in England. Last time I was down in England, I was actually surprised I was going into shops and seeing no one had a mask on. I was oh, the only one with yeah, a mask bro. on. The last time I went down to London, as I landed, I landed in Luton, not yeah. a mask in sight. Mm. No, I tell you, like, there was a couple old people that were just wearing them. And when people that come off my flight, because I was flying from Edinburgh, from Scotland. Yeah. So a couple of people that landed with me were wearing a mask. Mm. I had my one on initially. And then as I got to the airport, I'm like, wait, there's nobody here wearing a mask. Damn! Whiskey concert, bro. Oi, listen, that concert looked cold. It looks sick. That concert looks like it's on... on different levels different see when levels. someone just like takes a video and you just see all the mobile phone lights around and you're just like yeah jeez oh, how many how many people does that hold like what's the capacity the capacity it's O2, O2? Isn't it? yeah it's just it's weird because it depends on the, the layout of the stage and all the rest of it uh, I, I don't know somewhere in the 20,000s maybe yeah I don't know and I'm, he sold out two two days in a row I'm guessing there hold on let me google it O2 just look crazy, bro. And then, London. so the first mention I saw of it was capacity. Unfortunately, yeah, oh, nailed it. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand. Twenty thousand people. It ho- that's how much it holds. Oh, okay. But I don't know. Maybe it's it's around that number. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, flipping. Yeah, but you see the wahala that's going on the timeline. So that's that's the thing. Like in the in the wake people of uh, Astro World. Um, oh wait, go on. the the first thing that I saw was people trying to break in. Because they couldn't get oh, tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So people came to that. try and yeah. rush. And you see, like, you actually saw in that clip, I saw people getting trampled on as they were trying to rush yeah, the, the, the door at, at the at the show. And I was just like, do you know what? This is, I don't know the circumstances of all the people in, the, in this particular clip, but I will say something. Like, it's not some local little gig where you can try your luck at the door when the thing says sold out cold exchange yeah when it's sold out it is sold sold out out. it's not chanted at the door they don't care how much money you've got at the door they don't care who you are they don't care what it is done even famous people are getting turfed yeah now people are getting their heads stamped on because you thought oh do you know what and now there's a big mass of us we're riled up and it's o2 man like it's a big sold out event like the security there are 
they're securing shit. Yeah. Now you get stewards, mm. and they got the yellow hives, the orange hives. Yeah. But the then you get stewards. Yeah. No, sorry, you get actual door like yeah. security mm. who are like, if you come past, they're like, up until this point, it's all stewards. Yeah. You want to ramp with them over there, cool. But you see, once you get to this line, yeah, it's long for you. Mm-hmm. Man, attacked out you up. Yeah, exactly. Clack, <laughs> yeah, so, pop off. But yeah, man. nah. The, the, in terms I don't know of the actual, man. in terms of the actual gig, well, there's not been any reports. To be fair, I've not heard any reports. Bro, bare so people like, get uh, don't get reported. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> when like, it makes the venue look bad, <laughs> they don't release oh, them details. O two are like, nah, lock off, lock off the whole thing. Like <laughs> electromagnetic pulse, the whole thing. No Wi-Fi for nobody. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wi-Fi can't use it again. Um, nah, like so. Imagine, so imagine these. There's people on the timeline who went to day two that are fuming that they didn't get to see the acts from the same acts from day one. Because obviously, Breezy came out the day one. Yeah. Um, oh, who else? Like, let me just get a list of all the acts what? that came out on, on this the This is the thing that confused me about days. Breezy, because the first thing that I, I saw when I realised he was in London was he was playing basketball in a random court in Northwest London. Yeah. And I was just like... Breezy, are you here for work? Or I know, I was thinking, why are you, are you just doing a pickup five on five game and then going back to the States? Like, yeah, I just didn't look like. I just didn't really, I just didn't know what he was actually, what's he in London for? Yeah, so that was a bit, that was a bit so random. That, that, that was, yeah, when I saw that, I was like, then I see him at the concert then I'm just And like, he's looking raggedy as hell. Like, he just looks at any one <laughs> any of them. But you know what the funny thing is? I've yeah. seen the videos, right? But then yeah. I'm like, these are kids that he's playing against. Oh, okay. So I'm like, nah, Breezy, pull up on the man them. I'll just see what you're actually bringing to the table. Imagine flying to the UK to get dunked on. Um, he would. We've got ballers, you know. Man, that would be a really bad story to take back to America for Breezy. Maybe that would be the reason why I shouldn't announce that he was even here. Because, yeah, because there's only a couple of those videos circling. I'm like, if you were in that building allowed to film, you would have filmed the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Not so. no two free clips. Yeah, but there was a two free. His clip team would have just been like, see anyone on a mobile phone? Nah, that shit's getting snatched, yeah, and that video's getting deleted. So. There was obviously like a couple of people there that were authorized, and then they had to put it out. So it's like, right, you're the only ones that had to film. So if there's stuff that goes out, we know it was your. We ass. know it was you, yeah. and it's long and for you. They would have to sign you. a NDA. Yeah, you know they like to twist these stories, man. Just. Man does a, a vicious dunk layup, anything. He'll be like, you see how he topped the backboard? He's back at it, Chris Breezy. <laughs> people like to link stories, man. <laughs> so at the moment, uh, Google saying, just saying, oh, yeah, um, Chris Brown's the only one that came out or whatever. Mm. Boy, they're not saying that, but they're the only one has been talking, spoken about. Do you know what's crazy though? But yeah, like, so people were like pissed off that they were saying like the guests from day two yeah. weren't as good as the guests from day one. And I'm just like, but you came to see Whiskers. Yeah. Was he not there on both days? Like, was why he, you, why are you mad? Was kidding both days? Exactly. So, so why are you mad? Yeah. People have got such self-entitlement, man, to be like, look, brother, you paid to see um, Whiskers. Mm. Who Whiskers decides to bring, it should it's be a to bonus to yeah. you. It's a, it's a unlocked feature that he's decided to bestow upon you yeah yeah that's a blessing yeah that's a concert blessing yeah like i'm going to see fuji's mm. if i see certain people it's a one date though yeah. but i'm not going there and expecting to see like say like the fuji's if they've ever worked with someone or like wycliffe whoever he's worked with if he's got a big tune or whatever yeah i'm not expecting to see 
those features. Mm -hmm. I'm going there for Fuji's. If all I get is Fuji's, mm -hmm. I'm going to be happy. Yeah. If I get Fuji's with a little bit of Wyclef, yeah. maybe a couple of Lauren uh, solo projects, the one prize tune. Yeah. <laughs> 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 if I get a superstar, that's when I'm going to the bar. Uh, I don't need to sing along to that one. But, but um, no, you know but, like, but like, yeah, if I go to this concert, yeah. and all I get is Fuji's, mm -hmm. I'm not going to be pissed. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be, because that's what I paid to see. Yeah. If I go Fuji's and all I get is a couple of Lauren tunes mm -hmm. and one Wycliffe tune, yeah, I'm going to be vexed. Yeah. If I go to the Fuji's and they bring out LL Cool J mm. and, and certain other dons, you know what I mean? I'm going to be like overly gassed. Yeah. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, I'm glad they did that because now I've got my money's worth. No. Yeah, exactly. You your money's worth when Fuji's did that too. Yeah. Yeah, their only crime here is that they his only crime is it's on the next day basically had it been okay someone else went to the gig he played the same venue a year later he brought out different people mm, you wouldn't be as pissed off but the fact that it's the same day it makes you feel as if it's part of the same event it's totally not. different events totally different tickets you turn up to one with a ticket for the other and you'll get and also people are acting like say like yeah all right chris brown came out on the first day mm. Whoa, why didn't he bring him out on the second day? Chris Brown might not have been in the country. Yeah, he had places to go. Yeah, he's got shit. To, it's not his concert. Yeah. He's got somewhere to be. Yeah. Even if exactly. he doesn't have somewhere to be, maybe he just doesn't want to do two dates in a row. Yeah. How about that? Maybe the money weren't long enough for him to do two dates in a row. How about that? Yeah. Are you going to pray for Chris Brown to show up to your concert date? I don't foolish, think so. Foolish, I don't think you've got foolish, a couple of mills foolish, lying about foolish. just for him to do. Get a little freak, little baby. Yeah. Like, nah. People, just the self-entitlement, I'm just like... Yeah, why are people vexed, man? You got to see Wizkid, didn't you? That's what you came then to see. Carmen, cool. One thing I'm surprised by, though, and shocked by is um, the number of features that Wizkid's done with oh, UK yeah. artists, right? So I actually thought this gig was going to be a who's who of bare UK artists coming out. No, didn't and they were, and I was, I was, I was surprised by that. But Even like, just, I thought, you know what, at very bare minimum, skeptical. The, Bro, they've got what, four or five tunes together. Yeah. So I was just like, very bare minimum. Skepta. Yeah. London crowd would have gone flipping. They would have lost, lost it. it. So I was, lost I was surprised by that one because I was just like, do you know, that's well, an look, easy win. I'm trying to get paid, get money. What? Wheel it. Wheel it. Nah, man. Wheel that would have been an easy win, but so for whatever reason that didn't happen. Um, like, but that's what I'm saying. Maybe Skepta was busy. Maybe yeah. Skepta was it in the country. Maybe but Skepta bro. had things to do. Bro. I'm sorry. In terms of the only thing that could have topped this is maybe if he was off doing another GQ campaign, Havana Club campaign, and uh, he was in Mexico, Cuba. Do you know what I mean? Anything like you know that. Funny? You're saying Antarctic. All, you're saying all of this. Yeah. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. If maybe that's is. the case, and cool. that won't be. We won't know that until it happens. Like, cause this campaign, whatever, whatever he's doing now on uh, that, on those dates, yeah. might only manifest in a couple of months. Let's hope it does. Cause let me <laughs> find out. He was in North London. <laughs> Chilling. <laughs> Chilling. He was in the Nando's outside. Let jamming. me find out. Let me find out. I'm sorry. I'll hold the grudge. Go inside. <laughs> Bro, I'll hold the grudge. Do you know how much enjoyment he could have given people? Yeah, I know. I was even coming out the, and do it. I was what? even at the concert, but I'm like, I'm I'm vexed on the energy stay far away. What? Yeah, I'll I'll hold I will hold the grudge personally. If <laughs> if he chose not to, he had the power. It he did. had the power in his squandered it. And he just yeah. So we'll we'll wait and see. And I, 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 I track shit. So I will, I will see what he was up to. Like, I'll check his socials. 
Jeremy. Like the crazy ex-girlfriends, bro. I will find out exactly his location and <laughs> piece piece things together. Talking about piecing things together, I saw this funny one online. Um, uh, Sweetie, Sweetie, I uh-huh. don't know how you say her name, Sweetie. right? So she's been doing this thing where she's been going about with a mystery bay, right? How what's how well, how is she making it mystery? Is she like not showing man's face. So she'll take a, a photo with him, not tag him, and not show his face. Isn't it? Little baby. So this is the thing. The internet yeah, investigators. Oh, they went in. The galley on the internet decided, yeah. right, I will find by fire or by force. They cross-checked numerous artists. <laughs> outfits. Outfits. All of it. Locations. And then they, they, when I saw the final post of him standing in that outfit on another occasion, and then him sat with her in the lap, I was just like, Internet investigators, yo, I'd never want Imagine to be up against Imagine people put that you. much effort into like their own thing. Yeah, they'll be flourishing. Yeah. These but times. Like, look at you. Mm-hmm. Look at you now. <laughs> you know what I mean? These times there's, there's certain disgust eating a family pack of Doritos <laughs> with like a soup stain on their ch- shirt talking about, oh, I found you little baby and rated it. Bam! his fresh princeness. He's not no more. He's stale prince of... Wherever it is he lives. Bro, do you know that what kind of a legacy? Like, Brother. how much generations he gave enjoyments to? <sighs> and now you're scrubbing and We, ra- we rode of him as well, bro. We were like, it was always like, what's your best, like, like, uh, sitcom growing up? Yeah. For the man then, for the gala, it was always Fresh Prince. Fresh yeah, Prince was top bro. three. Yeah. Regard- like, because... Then it was like, obviously, there's there's quite a few. Let me show you the list, actually. A couple of men then put the Saturn in online the other day. They were like, what's your top three? Um, okay, so there's Moesha, mm. Keenan and Kel. We did this the other day. We talked yeah, this on a previous yeah, episode. Yeah, Moesha, Keenan and Kel, Fresh Prince, um, Sister, Sister, My Wife and Kids, One on One, uh, Martin, everybody hates Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cosby's, Bernie Mac show. Oh shit! Yeah, but yeah. So, Fresh Prince was. All t- if you had to pick any of those, like out of that, that pool, yeah. and even more, mm. Fresh Prince was like majority of people's ones because it, yeah. it went global. Like everyone in the UK knew who Fresh Prince was. Precisely. Like, yeah, it was just mad. Like it wasn't just an American thing. Like Martin. Not everyone knew who Martin was. Yeah. Keenan and Kel got played because they were on Nickelodeon. Mm. So it's like everyone, uh, yeah, our generation at that age had Nickelodeon. Sister, sister used to come on Channel 4. One and One used to come on Channel 4 on Sundays. Um, who else was there? Cosby's is a little bit older. Mm. I reckon like your sisters would be more into Cosby's than yeah. say we, me and you. Because uh, it's like, that was like early 80s. Early yeah. to late 80s and early 90s. But me and you were like, the babies at that point. Yeah. But they did mad reruns. This is what I loved about all those shows. Reruns. Yeah, they did crazy. So Oh uh, terrestrial. Yeah, so I remember um Tuesdays and Thursdays. I remember seeing something on Sundays. Yeah, that makes like sense. some I don't know. It's what... a family friendly thing, isn't it? Yeah, like, but something was, like really family friendly. Yeah, I only got access to it because like it was like, okay, now you're seeing it on um on just normal TV. Yeah, which yeah. which show was it? It was one of these black shows. But yeah, with Will Smith's thing, it's just like, I feel, I feel let down because 
for starters, like the home business of a lot of people I grew up on. Like I don't know what goes on in their households. Like yeah. I just know you gave me enjoyments with I your like show. I like the mystery. Mm-hmm. I don't I like, know what goes like, on in Martin Lawrence household. I like not knowing. Yeah. It's not none of my business. And yeah. that's not why I'm invested in you. Yeah. I think nowadays, and this is why Jada pissed me off, man. She's such a fucking clout chaser. Nowadays, people get um, social status and notoriety mm. from exposing their personal life. Yeah. Remember back in the day, like, famous people were like, actively trying to hide their shit. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't want people to, to the point where no one really could confirm or deny if rock stars took drugs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they got on stage high off their fucking head. My yeah. man, what's the name? Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off a flipping bat. Yeah. That is drug. <laughs> crackhead shit. But <laughs> no one yeah. questioned whether he was on stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like those who knew he was on stuff never said nothing. And those who didn't know he was on stuff assumed he wasn't on stuff and that he's just a weird guy yeah. like a devil worshipper mm-hmm. they assumed my man was a devil worshipper out of nowhere uh, because he did that yeah but like now it's like to be fair man <laughs> on the face of it given the fact it, yeah, it was a live I'll, one as well yeah it was like an already him. dead bat yeah, but anyway I'll put him in that category myself, but like, like nowadays people are like almost announcing that they're going to tell you something really personal about yeah. their life and all the rest of it it's just like brother come on man nobody cares and if they, they're only, like, you're just doing this to get noticed. Mm. But off the back of that, people might hate you, you know. This might backfire. You really yeah. want to risk it. But yeah. Jada's out here exposing their whole family life and their whole, like, love life or whatever. And I'm just like, what are you gaining from this? Yeah. yeah. Like, you, you might be gaining something in one field, but there's taking away something from another field. Mm-hmm. Like, are you punishing Will behind the closed doors? Like, is this... Is, has he done something so diabolical that you've been like, oh, if you don't let me do A, B, and C, yeah. like embarrass you or whatever, or make you feel the way I felt? Because I feel like that's something Jada would do as well. She's quite toxic like that. Yeah. She'd want tit for tat, eye for an eye. She wouldn't just know how to forgive. Do you know what? I, I, don't, I don't know if these traits are on her as an individual. What I do know is her show needs tea. Like, otherwise, it's dead on arrival. Her red table thing without tea is wash. It's shit. What is it? It's, it's not really it just needs either. tea. And unfortunately, who's within arm's reach when tea's is I just don't get how, why like... Does she, why does she pick on I just him? don't know how Will Smith is getting involved in it. Like, he's going on interviews saying, oh, I orgasms back in the day because I had so much sex, mm. I would cry when I orgasm. Now, I've heard the, what he said, and it's being taken slightly out of context. Yeah. But, brother, even still, why are you saying that? Mm. This isn't... Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just, like, why are you saying that? Like, but, are you trying to tell us that you were a sex addict? Like, is that where you're going with this? But at the same time, it's just like, it's none of our business. Yeah. If you were a sex addict and you're not anymore, carry on not being a sex addict. If you are a sex addict right now and you're, and, you're, and you're hiding it, then yeah. yeah, seek help. Don't be out here telling people this shit, man. Exactly. Like, there's certain things that people just need to keep to themselves. There was that time that... Um, Jada threw her daughter under the bus as well. I can't remember exactly what um, what was it she said on Red Table Talk about her daughter, but it was just like, you know, really private info that was just like flipping out. I'll find out what it was anyway, but it just seems like a trend. Like she needs tea for her show. She needs tea for Red Table Talk. And I'm just like, I'm not going to tune into that. Nah, because I've, the I've, only times I hear about your thing, 
is when you spill tea. So, of course, you're going to keep bringing these facts well, that we don't yeah. want. You know so much, you know, no well. one has told me Red Table Talk is such a wholesome show that you need to tune into because they address real issues that, nah, it's always, you need to tune to it because there's clickbait. She said something about Will again. <laughs> it's true, man. It's, it's true. Like, wow, it's true. Even when you see Will and Jada as text in a headline, you're already clicking on it. Um, when Willow spoke about her being polyamorous. Oh, my God. Oh, oh right now. I thought it was a bit where she was like, wrote a letter to Tupac. Oh, no, not that one. That. Yeah, it was, like, that's, mad. that's a big disrespect. But my it was kind of coaxed out of her impossible. by her mum. Impossible. And the first time you've got to discuss that thing, it was just a very kind of, if something you want to discuss with your parents, cool, but it comes out on Red Table Talk. And it's just like, wow. And another thing that comes up is they talk about... Uh, that they try or were planning to try vaginal steaming. <laughs> I what? don't know what that is. Um, vaginal steaming? Oh, for the cheeks? For the pumps? Yeah. Apparently there's what a the thing fuck? called... <laughs> what does that do? Oh, oh no, they, like actually, was... they actually went for it on the show with with uh, her mum uh, as a bonding exercise. So let's see what it says here. Okay, so... As a family, they tackle taboo subjects. And on that week's episode, she said, I've gathered you all here today to do something which is a red table talk to us. It's going to be very important. We're going to steam our vaginas. It's at this point that I will steam not... Vaginas. It's further cemented that I will never tune in to this Yeah, platform. man. What's next? <laughs> red table talk. Sesame seed in the penis. Uh, never. I will never tune weird. in to this show. Absolutely so, weird. Doesn't yeah, make man. any sense whatsoever, Steven. Jada. She needs Good do you know what it is? Um, he he's doing stuff now that I'm just like, brother, shut your mouth or just like rotate the camera that so no one can see it or don't say nothing. But she's like created a platform to talk shit about her marriage. I'm like, if your marriage is that bad, go seek actual help. Yeah. Not these two wenches beside you gaslighting you. Bam! The dude got finessed uh by a debt collection company. Because they, they messaged him like it was a babes he had met in, in, a, in a club. Uh-huh. And they messaged him saying, oh, don't you remember me? Uh, yeah. I'm going to fly you out. <laughs> oh, blood. It was just like, this send, what I'm saying. send the money. See if people take... <laughs> He's an idiot, bro. No, he did not do any due diligence here. He just said he saw yeah. cheeks and got bamboozled. But you but know, my thing, he was like, he, was, he, saw, he said he remembered her. So maybe... Maybe she was she was having a sting operation, yeah. or he is so bamboozled by the cheeks that Mama started to create fake memories. That's a beautiful sting operation, though. I like if they lined up her babies and said, "Go, go speak to this guy," and then to be honest, that's what no, that's what Mama do with light skin chicks down south. Oh, all right, okay, in South London. Yeah, they would get uh, like the they, that's why they, certain girls they call them stick up girls, oh, and okay. I say light skin girls, but I only say that because. All of the situations where somebody's been caught, been been uh, done over by a stick-up girl, they've yeah. always been light-skinned girls. Ah, okay. Always. Because yeah. it was like, man, then were like, if a lighty comes to chat to you, like, it's yeah, on, suspect. it's popping. Yeah. And, that's a, and I'm like, that's colorism, first of all, but whatever. Mm. But yeah, serves your bloody right. So the man, certain man would have beef with the next man and they use the light-skinned girls to get this guy to come. So they'd be like, oh, yeah, what are you doing? Da, da, da. Chat to him for a few days and we'd be like, oh, listen, my parents are going out at three o'clock. Come over and we can have some fun or whatever. Yeah. Three o'clock comes now. Who's a, he opens, she opens the door, lets the man in. 
gets mm. more comfortable, says, oh, do you know what? I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Da, da, da. Next thing you know, front door open. Six, seven, yeah. eight men come through the door. Mm. Start laying you down. Yeah, yeah it's long. It's long. Mad. So they call them stick-up girls. Mm. In, another, in another kind of scene, I remember when um, a similar thing was happening, but you know these people who were lining up people for scams? Oh, yeah. Uh, and there was another trend as well, like where it was like a specific look of girl was always the the one who lined up and got people to part with their cards <laughs> and their oh, details. Do you know what? Do you know what film I saw recently uh, that was a similar situation? Yeah. You know the film Hustlers with J Lo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it's based on a true story, uh, a real life story where this stripper basically would go to a bar and have her like just like have her trip of friends meet her there mm. so she would chat to this guy she'd be like oh i'm just here on my own or whatever like some some low-key dude but she would know who she's targeting in it yeah like she'd look at the shoes then look at the watch then look mm. at the way he, like look at the way he's dressed and all the rest of it and kind of be like suss him out by mm. the way he's carrying on yeah. but it would always be like guys who are on their own oh okay. and he'd be like oh like i'm just here on my own like do you mind if like you keep me company or whatever just yeah. until they get here or whatever obviously she's hot yeah so they're like Oh yeah, yeah, like, and then the right. thing is, they're like looking at like, oh, this is my lucky night and shit. So yeah. she's chatting to them, flirting with them or whatever. Then the two stripper friends who are like, they come in and be like, oh, hey girl, sorry we're late, da da da. And then he's like, yo, you're not just that the anomaly. You are the the rule in your group. Mm. I'm trying to stick around for as long as possible. Jackpots. Exactly. So he's think he's landed three babes. Mm. These times, these men are thinking. I'm about to have a four-way here with the three of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my life. Anyhow, so the night goes on, they're getting him drunk, they're buying shots, throwing yeah. it over their shoulder while he's backing them. Then mm. they say, oh, let's go to a strip club, da 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 When girls take you mm. to a strip club, man, they're like, yo, I'm definitely getting cakes. I'm yeah. definitely getting cheeks tonight. Yeah. Because they're like, they want to see cheeks. Yeah. Then they're going to get flossing. Yeah, cheeks are cheeksing right yeah. now. Yeah. But then they get the private room and then they take the card line up the car, da, 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 da. they get a cut of the money, da, 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 and then they just put him in a taxi and go home. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, they start getting desperate. They start moving a bit sticky with it. People mm. get hurt. You know, all, 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 all them mad things there. So it's just like, stick yeah. up girls are a thing, man. Yeah. And man yeah. them will get bamboozled for as, a pretty as face, the days long. a big back, and some bouncy as, chesticles, as the, bro. As the days long, man, people will get, do you know what is crazy? From the dawn well? of time. Do you know what? The, blood. <laughs> Remember the film Troy? Yeah. With the with the Trojan, the horse. Trojan horse. Yeah. Yeah. How did that all start? Yeah. Mad. Mad. Bang off the by cheeks from the next man's wife. I said, you know what? Come involved. But I was starting war over yeah. over over babes. Over cheeks. But you know what's crazy about it as well? There must have been no guys, babes in his ends, boy. Guys will go through that scenario where they met the four babes and they got taken and their card got swiped and then big bill the next day man will go back there uh, <laughs> and man will want to enjoy again and he'll be like hey yeah like, they, Yo. Hit, they hit me for 10 racks but yeah. my god i had a good night <laughs> you know the one way you know the one way he turns up the next day and he's like they're all like panicking like, oh what if he's here to do a matter he's like ladies let's go again <laughs> he's like I've got another deets. <laughs> but <laughs> somebody like, else's square. I'm here on my own and uh, it would be nice if I had some company from... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anybody gonna... Try to get caught. Man's out here doing his own scams. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's all bad. It's all bad. So it's, it's, it's funny because um, this is one meme that got sent about 
it was one of them old man memes so it's uh-huh. like a couple of the older boys from work i think sent this around the group where it was like oh yeah there's a well-known scam where in a shopping uh in a shopping mall car park uh-huh. uh, a man you know who's just gone back to his car they'll be waiting there two hot hotties with the big boobs and the oh, really? do you know what i mean the the dress to kill all that will be waiting for you by the car and then they'll ask for a lift uh, don't give them a lift because what they actually do is they'll get up in the car one will like sit over you on your lap and the other one will be in the back ruffling through your stuff while the other one's giving you the time of your life going through your wallet and then the man was like i'm just warning you lads if you see that be careful because it's a scam uh, this week alone, I've been robbed five times off the same girls. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, my brother, <laughs> come on. But didn't Cardi B admit that, like, sometimes when she would go back to a guy's house, like, wherever, like, fuck, or to the hotel or whatever, mm. she would, like, when he's, like, passed out after the nut, she would, like, s- steal from him. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, there was one that she said she used to, she drugged one guy. Drugs, yeah, drugged the dude. And I was just like, I was just like, wait, are she still, a, people are still championing her. How? Yeah. If that was a guy that came out and said, oh, yeah, back in the day, like, when I ain't had no money, I was selling drugs on the street, but, like, you know, I gave up the drug life and I would go to the club, finesse a chick, drug her, go back to her crib and, like, just, raid her fridge for all of the Capri Suns. Yeah. They would still cancel him. Yeah. They would cancel his cleat. To this day. So I'm just trying to find out where the line is. Like, is it is it is it okay for women to do it? Is it okay for Cardi B to do it? Is it okay for girls who look like Cardi B to do it? Like where's what's the rules here? Cause all I'm hearing is now I fucked with Cardi B. Like I think she's been hilarious from day one. But you see when you come out and openly admit that You're almost advocating for it. You're almost saying like, "Yeah, I used to do this shit." Yeah. And I'm just like, "Wait, are you, are you proud of this? Is this something you tell people openly because you're like, it's a sense of achievement for you?" Yeah. Or what's happening here? Or are you confessing? And you're and thinking you're ashamed? that yeah, and you're ashamed. Oh. But like, what's going on here? The mad thing about that film, right, is a lot of females, their first impressions of it. They saw the film and they came out from that. And they didn't see it as, wow, that predatory behavior that them chicks were doing on, yeah. like for them to gain, was downright terrible. They were like, nah, empowered, boss chicks, Do you know what's boss funny? moves. And I was just like, what? Which part, boss? I know a few. Um, I know a Get few girls here, that have man. have either be strippers or are strippers. Mm. And I've spoken. To, I've had a conversation with them about like guys and like, right. So there's one particular girl. Uh, she used to come to Lulu's like every Sunday. Every Sunday without fail, she'd be in Candy Bar with her friends and then go to Lulu. She was a regular, right? To the point where I didn't even realize she was a stripper until she told me. Okay. Because obviously, can, the strip, I don't think the strip clubs are even open on a Sunday. Oh, right. Okay. At least they weren't at this time. But anyway, she used to come in. I would chat to her and then she would always be arguing with this one guy at like two, three o'clock in the morning. Mm. And I'm like, so one day I just said, who's this? No, I made a joke. I was like, Oh, you guys out for what are you guys out for? Are you celebrating or whatever? She's like, no, just a regular Sunday. I was like, oh, you're gonna go find that guy and argue with him again. Cause mm. always this guy. Or no, it was a series of three different guys. Yeah. And I've seen it over like three or four months. Like mm. these three or four guys would rotate and just at two AM in the morning she'd be outside either outside the club arguing with one of them yeah. or inside the club, like trying to get away and just arguing and telling fuck and I was just like, What is going on here? Anyway. Turns out that these are guys that she's been dating. Mm-hmm. but not at the same time but these were 
or maybe just seeing them, right? Yeah. And I, so I asked them one day, I said, What's, what is going on here? Like, why is it always on your agenda to be arguing with guys at the end? It's like, oh, yeah, no. It's, like clockwork. These are the guys that I'm seeing or whatever. Like, I just don't think guys can handle going out with a stripper. I'm like, wait, what? You're a stripper? <laughs> Looking behind her, like, who are they, they going out with? Who's a stripper? Because I know your other friend, and yeah. I know she's not a stripper. She's a mortgage yeah. advisor. Right. And you can't be doing a moonlighting until two, three in the morning and uh, then go to sell people mortgage. You yeah. don't work like that. Uh, and she's got a good job. Like, I'm like, she wouldn't even need to do it for the money. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, who's the stripper? Mm. She says, no, I, I, I'm a stripper. I was like, oh. I don't know. What did you think I did? I said, "Well, I wouldn't just assume that because yeah, I don't I know what girls. That on you, I don't just like just because I don't know what girls uh, work status doesn't mean yeah, oh, yeah, be a business a card. Yeah, <laughs> this time she's working for the NHS. Of course, I've never seen you at work because I don't go to hospital. Yeah, so, yeah. but uh, anyway, so I'm just like, oh, you're a stripper. She's like, yeah, Man, clap for the I NHS. Need, I need to <laughs> in a different way. <laughs> the two jobs overlap anyway. Oh. <laughs> uh, Hey. But and but yeah, so I'm like, so how was it? And then I think maybe a few weeks later, we must have just been chatting. It started with, can you find me a good man? I'm like, babes, I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. All the men I know do yeah. not want to date a stripper. Mm. And she's like, yeah, that's the problem I'm having. I'm like, so what is it you look for a guy? Like, what is, and she's like, yeah, they always start out being like, very like they always start and be like yeah i'm okay with it as long as you're not fucking them mm. and i'm like really she's like Aleem, i know they all say the same thing mm. until they realize you're a stripper stripper yeah until you're telling them oh i can't come over tonight because i'm working yeah and they're in their head they're thinking ah yeah i forgot what she does for mad, mad mad so now the reality is they they, now the cheeks. reality is they are dating a stripper yeah mad. and it's like for them, it's mad. I want don't bees like that till it bees like that. I, right, exactly. <laughs> then it's like, Whoa. In your head, it's a fantasy until it's you that has to come home <laughs> and her coochie is smelling of next man. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're sitting watching Channel 4 these times. Cheeks up. It's I spread out there, man. ITV 2 plus 1. <laughs> that dollar needs to be made out there so that thing's flying out there, bro. <laughs> come home happy. Oh, it was a good night. Blood. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, she's buying herself. She's buying herself a new bag and you're like, Oh, nah, you've been busting it wide open. Bro, just the fact that she comes back with racks. I like Is worrying. Because that thing been bust wide Extra, extra couple hundred for that mm. particular night. Nah. Oh, yeah. Hibs I'd just, rather... Hibs just won the football. Uh, <laughs> I wish she was a slow now, night. Now, now, now he's a Hibs fan. And his head is hot every time they start winning. Because he knows he's going to pull up on his misses. And it's going to be peak, man. But anyway. They've nah, been called but, Clive, Jeffrey, and John. <laughs> Graham got their favorite stripper exactly mm. but now that's what i mean so like yeah so like she was like yeah it's difficult to find the guy who is okay with dating a girl who strips and i'm like you might just have to call it uh, you might just have to call a taxi on this one man because mm. i can't think of anybody who would want to yeah and she yeah. was like yeah but you know i don't know why guys see it sleazy if in my opinion guys are stupid for like being at strippers i'm like explain what you mean because <laughs> that's a great way to jump into any sort of search for employees yeah I'm just <laughs> everyone's like, explain dumb explain what you mean because in my head now i didn't say this because i wanted her to, to yeah. speak on it right and i didn't want to put her off and make but in my head i'm like hold on 
how are they dumb for spending their money? And she's like, yeah, all you have to do is flirt with them and they throw money at you. I'm like, well, they've come in there with the intention of spending money. If yeah. they don't spend money, that would make them a bit like weird, would it not? Like, yeah. or, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't see how the guy's lost at this point. Because mm. even upon entry, yeah. I mean, you pay entry to a, to a place. Yeah. But that's normal for most late night places, unless it's like a bar. Mm. So like, at the most, he's paid entry to a place. Yeah, you're not getting any money off that door. Mm. And then, as soon as he walks in, he's gonna see, yeah, you know, attractive girls. Girls are gonna give him attention like he wouldn't get in any other venue in the in the world, mm. because you're, it's your job to flirt with them so you can get money out of them to, to yeah. potentially get money out of them. So in my head, I'm like, he's won from the minute he gets in there because he's getting yeah. exactly what he paid for. Exactly. Anything yeah. else that he pays for will mm. come with the extra bonus of a dance or a private room or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, he's not won. I'm like, and they think that, and this girl was like adamant that she was exploiting these guys. I'm like, the fact that they're in there tells you that they want to be exploited. So yeah. it's not really by definition exploitation because mm. they've chosen to be there. Yeah. If it was a case where you finessed them on the street while they were getting their groceries, like a man come out of, uh, come out of Sainsbury's, bus a left to go towards West End mm. and you're at the door being like, ah, oh, come into Fantasy Palace, like, I'll give you a special dog. If yeah. that happened, I'd be yeah. like, yeah, you're good. You finessed him. Because mm. he was minding his own business. Yeah. He had a four pack of donuts for a pound 20. Exactly. Now he's running into the minus on his debit card because yeah. he, you finessed him. If that was the case, I'd be like, all right, yeah, you finessed him. Mm -hmm. But he didn't. He willingly walked in there with his wallet wide open talking about, oh, we're about to spend some money tonight. Yeah. And you think you finessed him? No, babes, you're the product. Yeah. The club yeah. And in my head, I'm just like, is this how some women see men? Is this how they spin the narrative, spin the truth? I'm just like, nah, that's 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 scary, boy. It's 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 a dangerous trade-off in that situation where, if that's how she sees it, um, and it makes me wonder how did she explain in terms of when she first meets her guy, right? It makes me wonder does she give someone the full hundred and says like, when I tell you I'm a stripper, my guy. You're gonna love this. I am not saying I'm some. I'm the one of the ones who prances early in the night, then goes home uh, and doesn't. I'm not know. the one that works behind the bar. Yeah, skimpy top one. I am the one who I've got regulars as far as the eye can see who are trying to see me. So, because when I bust it open, I bust it open. When like I, no I asked her that very question, I said, "So how do you tell these guys that you're seeing that you're a stripper?" She says, "Aline, I meet them in the strip club." I'm oh, like, oh my god! There you go. All right, there you I go. Said, so hold on a minute, because yeah. she was giving, she was going into this little rant. It's like, man, men are dumb. And da, da, da. Now me, see when girls start saying stuff like that, I'm like, I know you're not talking about me. Nah. I'm just the men you interact with yeah. are on this level. But I'm she like, meets them in the you're meeting club. them in the strip club. Yeah, they're only ever gonna see you as one way. Yeah. So when they're not getting the service that you provided, mm. that you provide, th that you provided them in the beginning, and then, mm. then the reality is. The reality hits them that you're giving it to somebody else. They're going to be like, well, that's how we started off. So maybe you're cheating. Da, da, da. And then they don't like it. I'm just like, it's yeah. not men in mm. general. It's those men. Trust me. It's the ones that you're allowing to think yeah. they're in this position of privilege. Yeah. Because they're dating a stripper. Mm. It's bonkers. And I was in my head, I was just like, what benefits come from dating a stripper? Why these men feel like they've won something? Like, if you meet a girl and she's the one and she happens to be a stripper, Live your life. Yeah. 
But like, if you meet a girl and you think that your life is going to be exponentially better because she, or your sex life is going to be better because she's a stripper, oh, yeah, she's really freaking the bed. Big man, see how she get older. Mm. I don't want to do freaky freaky all over backflips and the, listen. Bro, this is the thing. <laughs> let me bust on up and you know what I mean. Let's let's get intimate. These times. Everything before the sex. Yeah. For me personally, everything before the sex. Yeah. Me is more enjoyable. Yeah. The, I've been I've been active for so long mm. i know my stroke yeah. i know my rhythm i know what i like and yeah. you know what i mean like i can with partners if i've had them long enough you know i we start to synergize you yeah. get me you know what exactly. i mean like, you exactly. start to build that yeah. that kind of like unspoken i know what you like and i know when to do it i know how much pressure to use how much, do you know what i mean you start yeah. learning these things about your partner but like Strippers are probably tired as fuck, bro. <laughs> They've been exerting sexual energy the whole shift. Yeah. And they're supposed to come up and be sexy for you. They probably don't even want to wear sexy sauciness and all the yeah, energies. Bro. You better get used to seeing her with the hair tied, sweatpants, chilling with no makeup on. Trust me, exactly. And it's crazy because, like, if you think about that whole scenario, right? So I work at McDonald's at the drive-thru. Do you know what I mean? And I meet her because she came to get fries at the drive-thru. Uh-huh end up doing a situation with this person they have full knowledge you still work at mcdonald's and you're still serving fries uh, day in day out they know this they know that you are still at the window serving up fries but now all of a sudden it's like there will be a positive outcome here you've not left mcdonald's you're still serving up fries but now i'm gonna step back and i'm gonna have a problem a lot of guys who step back and now they have a problem with you uh, being a stripper. It's like, no, hold on. So here's something that I realized a difference between men and women, right? See if a woman finds, meets a guy who isn't her ideal guy. Mm-hmm. Like maybe he's got an issue. Maybe he's not like in the best paid job. Mm-hmm. She will stick with him in the hope that he will evolve mm-hmm. and change or that she can evoke change onto him. Like mm-hmm. a project. I mean, like, oh yeah. Like Pokemon. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Like she'll stick with it. And she'll even like she'll even invest. I was sure they dropped that buzz. Yeah, like Pokemon. Yeah, so shit. basically like Pokemon, yeah. yeah. Like she'll she'll stick with him, she'll nourish him, she'll she'll like nurture him, mm. she'll like help him, she'll like sponsor him, she'll look up, she'll give him words of affirmation, like to help that man grow into the person that yeah. he can be that to the better person, to a better version of himself, mm. even if just for himself or for the fact that she knows it's going to benefit her as well. Yeah. Like, whatever the motivation is, I think women are good at that. They're more willing to do that. Not to say that they're good at it but or bad at it, but they're more willing to do that role. Mm. Man then will meet a quote-unquote fixer-upper. A man in it. So if the roles are reversed yeah. and a guy meets a girl who's, let's say, for instance, a stripper, mm. he ain't going to tell her nothing. He's not going to nurture her at all. He's like, I met you as a stripper. But then he'll still have a problem with her being a stripper. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, do you know what it is? I think Mandem will find girls like that and be like, yeah, I'm man enough and I'm a provider enough for her to stop doing it. Mm. So she should just she become the to. woman that I want her to be because I'm the man that every woman wants mm. or I'm a brilliant partner. So she should just conform to what I want her to be. Yeah. And I'm like, brother, it's going to be a hard day for you. It's going to be a long day in office for you when you find out she strips because she loves it. Yeah. Because she wants to strip. Yeah. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, is pain like this is the worst. Like scene. she could do, she, she might do. You could set her up in a mansion. Yeah, and give her all the things that she ever wanted in the world. In yeah. the world, right? 
take her on holidays, lavish bags, da da da. Guess what? She's still going to strip. Do you know why? Because she likes that shit. She likes it. <laughs> do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There's nothing you can do to replace the love that she has for scripping. Yeah. So, yeah. In, in my opinion, I'm just like, man them, man them don't like to invest in women like that. Yeah. And But women will invest in men. Mm. And I think both are, to- both can be toxic in their own way. Yeah. There's yeah. no When there's no balance in these things, it's, it's always going to be a problem. One area in which guys drop the ball sometimes is they assume when they meet someone who's uh, in a profession like that, for example, um, they will always assume that they do it because they need the money. These times you'll meet some people who are from very privileged backgrounds, like incredibly privileged settings. I've but they've got the other reasons. I've why. Got, I've, I met a girl who, um, she's actually in Glasgow, she's from Glasgow. I met her in Edinburgh, but then I bumped into her one time in Glasgow. Mm. And funny enough, similar story. Yeah. She comes from money, mm. but she doesn't speak to her parents. But Well, she doesn't speak to her dad, who's got the money, who mm. is the rich one. But her mum, like through her mum, she's like set up, like her mum pays for rent, her mum mm. pays for a car, and she's still a stripper. Mm. and I'm just like so I had to ask her one time I was like and I found all of this out she told me all of this and I was like so why pray tell why, like not being judgmental but why do you strip normally that's only girls that strip are people that are, like, are the girls that are desperate for money mm. or like that feel that their only source of income is if they can form their body mm. and she's like I, I don't know I just like it I like the attention that it gives me I like the yeah. attention that I get so I, and I didn't want to dive into it and all the rest of it. It sounded like textbook daddy issues to me. Mm. But I didn't want to have that conversation with her because I was like, I, I don't know you that well to pry yeah, into your not, personal business. You know what I mean? Open this door. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not doing... And as well, we were in a bar in, yeah. like, Glasgow somewhere. So it was a bit drunk. <laughs> and I was like, I'm here to vibe, man. I don't want to have this conversation. Heart to heart right you know now. What I mean? not... <laughs> so I was just like, cool. But I, at the same time, I was just like... Bro, I said there's other reasons that girls are out here stripping. Yeah. And that's when I realised. And this was before I went to Miami. Mm. When I went to Miami, Mm-mm. I saw why these women like stripping. These women, not only do they get paid, this shit looks like an Olympic sport. Oh, yeah. Certain women are doing the wildest performances. Uh, sparklers attached to the heels. Yep. They're at the top of the, uh, the, the pole. Yep. Lighting up the sparklers. And do like a With big meat meal playing over the backdrop. <laughs> and I said, nah, this is different level. So I was like, <laughs> that's when I was like, okay, stripping isn't some seedy things that desperate and like, like downtrodden girls do. Mm. Stripping is a job, is a performance, much like, I don't know, like DJing, I guess. Yeah. I've had that. Yeah. When are you going to grow up and get a real job? Big man, I earn more money than you yeah. doing this you fake job. This is the Who, wild thing. And I get, to, I, get to, I, get to live, I get to live my life the way on I want terms. to live, on my terms. Yeah. Within yeah. reason, obviously. I can't just... My, if it were my terms, I wouldn't work at all. <laughs> I just let <laughs> up mid-sentence. <laughs> my terms, motherfuckers. Yeah, I've, I've paid an hour. That's all I needed to pay this rent. I'm gone. But, so, but that's what I mean. Enjoy like, the so, party. But exactly. But that's what I mean. I'm just yeah. like... People have this notion of certain jobs as being not real jobs mm. or fake jobs. Like you and I have very different like jobs, right? So yeah. you would work in what most, what everyone would call a real job. You have a career in a in a in a in a real industry, mm. a tangible industry, something that people are like, oh, he's an engineer. Okay, assuming that they'll assume first of all that you're rich. Mm. They'll yeah, assume that you'll never have, you. you'll never oh. be unemployed. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They'll assume that you've got all these things. Yeah. Now people will look at me and be like, oh, he's a DJ. Mm. Like, they don't even know about the event stuff that I do, but they'll be like, oh, he's a DJ. So, 
where are you going to get out? You can't be a DJ when you're like older. That's a young man's game. You can't, you know, how much money can you possibly be making or whatever? Like Key can- point you've hit there. So just, just this conversation uh-huh. about the... Di- this is the thing that lets me down about this part of the world, bro. Just like you were saying about strippers, uh-huh. you went over to America and it was a different thing. Miami was a different thing. Yeah. It's only CD here, bro. Because here, you're in a tiny three by three room where they've got little yeah, rooms off it. Like, in Miami, true. you're in a big mega yeah, super club. Yeah. That, that's what and I, it's like that's what I said. So all the clubs mean? that we went to, so the first club we went to was King of Diamonds. Yeah, I went to King of Diamonds as well. Yeah, and you see big it. Big stage like, up there. And in my head, I'm like, this is not a... By my notion of a strip club, this is not a strip club. This is a nightclub mm. that has strippers in it and it has a stripper ball. But yeah. I'll tell you what it also has. Mm. A DJ that's killing the game yeah. right now. Yeah. A stage where they could have performers and all the rest of it. Dope food. They have artists coming through. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, and there's people that are enjoying the vibe and yeah. not even paying attention to the strippers. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? They're yeah. in there dancing on the dance floor, doing that, yeah. yay, with the phones out and stuff. Exactly. The strippers are way over there doing their thing with yeah. their clientele. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? And it I'm in my wild. head, I'm like, yeah. they've managed to find a... It's just a nightclub that has strippers in it. Yeah. And it's so normalised that the strippers, I guess for the majority of the time, probably don't feel like they're exposed. Mm. They're just like, I'm in a... But I guarantee you if a stripper came into a nightclub in Edinburgh and started doing her performance, man, then would lose the plot. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, look at that!" Da, da, da. They'd they'd be they, like, they wouldn't get, they, they, would, they wouldn't be able to control them. girls yeah. as well. To be fair, yeah, girls as well. And girls would probably, some girls would probably be like, oh, "What the fuck? This, this is mm. disgusting." Whatever. But like in my head, I'm just like, "Why should? Why can, it can work? I've seen so, it work. Yeah. side by side, so honestly, as yeah. one. Like, yeah. why is this a weird? Because in my, in when I went to America, mm. there was one girl. It was her birthday. Yeah. She was on stage spraying at yeah. the stripper. Yeah. Couples up in there, yeah. Girls, girls, groups of girls going up in there, having a hell of a time. Because I was speaking to one of the um, so he was a barman, but he wasn't working that night. Mm. And he was, we we just got chatting to him. He was like, Yeah, like the majority of people that you see on that stage, because there was someone on the stage, there was a girl on stage, she was like on the chair, tied to the chair, Mm. she was getting a lap dance in front of everyone. He's like, Yeah, the majority of people that would you find on that stage are like Hindus or birthday girls. Mm. I was like, so what? They don't get mad at this? Yeah, some man get up there, but not really. Yeah. Girl, man, they will stand from the side and throw money. Yeah. yeah. They're not really trying to be in a figure. Sometimes you'll get a guy that's a bit inebriated or it is his birthday or it's his stag do and he'll one go up there. But he said, majority of girls that are on, majority of people that are on that stage, yeah. other than the strippers, mm. are all women. Yeah. So women love it more than men. And yeah. I said, and I've seen that as a theme around America. Because yeah. I've been to America a couple of times now and having this conversation, and they're like, yeah, strip clubs are designed for men mm. but when you open when you when women are in there they tend to enjoy themselves more yeah it's so, mad bro. so see the perception of um sleaze is something i've only encountered over here where if you say that people have that perception of so likewise when you're talking about like okay people perceive dj as oh when are you going to get a real career whatever yeah. you speak to people from any other parts of the world south africa Brother, i know some djs i go to, I go to la I lost, and then when i seen it was like the dopest the dopest job in the world bro how old oh i'll give you an example and these right? men are like in like some of the djs i know in in la and that they're like 45 and 50 years old some of my favorite like, djs not. right uh i'll give you an example um how old kick capri he must be oh over shit. 50 now. yeah easy so this is another thing as well, and it, it even, even stems Flex. down to Tom Flex is in his forties. Down to rappers as well. Like in the UK, it's so backwards because as soon as you hit like flipping 
40-year-old rapper. You can't be a 40-year-old rapper in the UK. In America, you can Not start possible. your career as a rapper at 40. Not possible. Yeah. You can start your career, you can get popping at 36, 40, you whatever. Think, you think Rich can come out now? No. <laughs> Imp- what? And be a rapper. Impossible. You, you, you could laugh. The, no, even if Rich was rich the way he is now. Hmm. The, even if Rich was the same Rich now. Yeah. But had never had a career. Yeah. But could bar the same, could make the same kind of music. Yeah. If he dropped an album now, people would fuck with it initially, but then they'd be like, wait, how old is this brother? Yeah. Late 30s. Nah, and that's, that, do you know, nah, that's something that's, that's so like backwards and so behind because in terms of certain vocations being considered a quote unquote career, like if you consider the history of this place and if you consider the number of people who are programmed into you're in this box or in this box. If you're yeah. not in either of those, we don't know where, the, where to place you. Therefore, in my mind, it's not a real career. And it's really backwards because in States, there's so many niches and so many different things where people are in certain careers where people get the respect of career, uh-huh. but I don't even know what the hell they do. Some man will describe to you that I, I'm a Bitcoin Egypt. Yeah, and I'm just like, how did that, that, how was that? Influencer. I, at least when Big I say God, DJ, influencer. everyone knows what that is. Yeah. But you're telling your title and no one, oh, what does that mean? <laughs> I'm a microbiology sounds, influencer. Yeah, it sounds Please great. Please tell what you do. I pose all day with prawns. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like, that's not a real job, but because you use certain words that sound scientific and sound like yeah. big boy words, it's like, oh, you've got to, uh, do you know what I mean? And it just, yeah. So, and it get, it get, I, had this, I had this issue with a few people when I was like, when I just left uni, obviously got my degree, two, three years in, after my degree, sorry, I'm DJing in clubs or whatever. And people like that I graduated with, will, I'll bump into them or whatever, like a night out or whatever. They'll be like, oh, so what yeah. are you doing with yourself now? Like, oh, I'm DJing still. So, oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. And like, mm. Oh, how's that going? I'm like, yeah, I'm doing very well, actually. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And I'll tell them certain things that I've done or that I'm doing or whatever. But see me, I don't really like talking too much about what I'm doing. I'm like, if you're interested, yeah. you would know. Yeah. But me telling you doesn't really make, like if I ask you, if you're working in finance, what can you tell me that's going to make me think, oh, that's really good. Right. Do you see what I mean? You know half the shit. You're working in, you know I mean? yeah, exactly. You I don't know, know the lingo. I don't know what you're telling, telling yeah. me. Do you know what I mean? You I, tell them your gigs and they'll be like, who, what, where, what? Exactly. Who? They won't know nothing. So I can say like, oh yeah, I, won't, I've, I've, I've just, I was just, on stage at a, at a festival, I was like, "There's no point in us having this conversation." Yeah, all exactly. you need to know is that I'm I'm DJing. Yeah, you don't even need to know if I'm doing well at it. The fact mm. is, I'm DJing. Because yeah. the thing is, if I said, "Oh, do you know what? I'm not actually doing. I'm DJing for a little bit of money or whatever. I'm not doing very well." Are you gonna offer me a job? Mm. Are you gonna help me out of this situation? Yeah. Are you gonna impart words of wisdom? Mm. You're probably just gonna be, like, "Ah, oh, that's. I feel bad. That's a bit shit." But you know, yeah, yeah. I just bought a house. Do you know what I mean? I was just yeah. like, you know what I mean? So. But some people, I'm just like, you're you're working at a job mm-hmm. where you're one of thirty people that your manager doesn't even know. You don't, yeah. they don't know you. They don't even that you could you could quit tomorrow and they replace you like that. Bro, get hit by a bus tomorrow. This is the Brother, one. Exactly. This is the one thing I always you're on, feed you're people. On, you're on, you get hit by a bus 30K, tomorrow. You're on thirty k. You're on thirty five, thirty six k a year. Yeah. Right. You can be replaced just like that. Yeah. Your managers don't rate you. Your co-workers probably don't really care about you. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. When I walk into this nightclub, yeah. I'm walking out with wages that are paying for my lifestyle. Yeah. That take me on holidays. This mm. job allows me to travel. Yeah. This job allows me to travel outside of the job because mm. I've got time that I can... I'm very flexible. Yeah. So 
in my head, I saw, I saw I'm, I'm sitting there, and then one day, one day, someone said something to me. No, they text me something, and it was, a, it was a jestful joke. It wasn't like a malicious thing. I'm sure it wasn't malicious, but it got me thinking. I was like, hold on a minute. Why, why do people look down on DJing? I'm happier than a lot of people that I know yeah. that are earning maybe more money than me. Mm. Or the people that might think this, they think that they earn more money than me. And I'm looking at my accountants, my books or whatever, and I'm like, nah, truth of the matter is, I'm happy. Yeah. I'm sustaining and or developing and sustaining my own lifestyle at my will. Yeah. You've got 40 hours a week where you have to dedicate to somebody else. True, true. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'd rather, be, and on, that's not even including com, um, commuting time. Mm. I'd rather be me than you. Yeah. That, yeah. And that's that's all and that's all I ever tell myself is when people, if people have ever made me feel like what I'm doing with myself isn't as good as what they think I should be doing. Yeah. Or what they would do, you know, what they are doing. Yeah. I'm like, I would rather be me than you. Yeah. Because yeah. you're here, you're here looking at my lifestyle. I'm so happy with my lifestyle. I'm not even looking at yours. Yeah. Exactly. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that's the bit that when I realized that, I clicked and I said, ah, yeah. <laughs> you lot are just mad that you're not me. That's what yeah. it was. And it wasn't even an arrogant thing. Because uh, I don't right. even play on it. I'm just like, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Yeah. But this is not my problem. Me being a DJ is not a problem for me. It's yeah. a problem for you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, that's it's, your business. But you're in my club. I don't go to your workplace and tell you about your job. But you're me and you, you're in the club that I'm DJing at, yeah. telling me that I should be doing better. Nah, uh, you see how you, you see, yeah, you see what I mean. It, I have a need for you. You don't. I, you have a need for me. I don't have a need for you. So yeah, let's, exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's it's crazy because I've only really encountered like a lot of that. Like, whenever I've travelled and been to other places, you know, you get it sometimes where people are like, they're so set in their ways and thinking that because you devote this amount of your time to a job where you have an employer and this in in a week, yeah, that that is somehow equal to success but then they cancel out all the people who work four hours in one week and make four times what someone makes who's in a full-time job but just because that's what everyone else around them is doing they think oh so are we it's basically you know they're looking around and they're like are we it's to do with institutionalization right so people have got this attitude that if a lot of people in their environment are doing it then that's the right thing yeah, to do it must be right mm. and for the mark for the month like when we look at morals and ethics and like normalizing stuff that is pretty much how they're defined mm. what's moral and what's correct is pretty much defined by the, the volume of people that yeah, adhere it's to the going rate yeah, yeah. exactly it basically yeah like what was acceptable back in 1950s mm. was only acceptable because every well majority of people agreed that it was acceptable transition that same attitude or that same like thought on uh, attitude towards something to to modern day seven years later now it's like no 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 we don't think like there's less there's so small few people that think that way now that that's not normal exactly but it's the same thing Mm. it's the same attitude that was had back 70 years ago but because people the quantity of people is too is small it's almost like no that's not normal that's weird that's strange and I'm, in my head, I'm like, so what is normal then? Is normal? Are you defining normal, or is normal defined by the amount of people? Like, you know, when you're having a discussion with a debate with somebody, like, yeah. and someone comes out with, well, most people would. Do-. As soon as someone says that, I'm like, you've lost. Yeah. You've lost this debate because now you're relying on ambiguous numbers of people that you can. So I was like, who? Who? Name these people. Yeah. Name ten people that you know mm. that think this way. 
and yeah. confirm to me and give me a scenario for each person where they have displayed an acceptance of this behavior. Yeah. Then you can tell me most people. And even then I'll tell you, that's in your environment. Those are the people that you hang around with. Yeah. But in my environment, yeah. we don't Ain't think nobody that's thinking that way. Exactly. <laughs> you see yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So where do we, what does, where does normalization start and begin? Like mm. what defines normalization? What defines right and wrong? Yeah. Well, truth is, I gave up on that a long time ago. Yeah. I live by a simple creed. Mm. Three outcomes. Yeah. Productive, non-productive, mm. counterproductive. Yeah. Is it going to benefit you? Is it going to keep you in the same position or is it going to hinder you? Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That is it. My moral compass is guided by those three things. Yeah. Obviously, on a more personal note, there's ethics, there's morals, there's like um, compassion involved. But when I'm making a decision in life, yeah. that's how I think. It's three mm. prongs. Yeah. That's yeah. literally it. Three yeah. directions. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Productive, non-productive, counterproductive. Uh, Once we start thinking about things in that way then you start to think right right or wrong doesn't mean anything yeah what's right in that group of people might be wrong in this group of people exactly. however what's productive to do with that group of people what's yeah. counterproductive to do with the other group of, do you know what i mean yeah simple yeah. as simple as that it makes perfect sense on that point you raised before actually i i've actually just realized something that um see because i've got friends in in both kind of in um you know pe people who are working full-time mm. uh and people who are and yeah and, and, and freelancers as well like because, because i'm i'm between you know i'm a freelancer as well as working full-time mm. it's interesting because i've had people do the 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 same with me but on the career tip and they right. they literally question like hold on um why do you work however many hours a week yeah. like in a job job yeah everyone's like well you should be self-employed you should be an entrepreneur yeah you should like, be a f like wait you should just ramp up your freelancer efforts and if you're able to do this well as you're doing on that with the limited time you have imagine if now yeah. you're just solely focused on that and then i was like do you know what i got sick and tired of answering that question i said i i, I wanted to tell them look when everyone's timing is different do you know what i mean when the timing is right for me cool but until that time i stopped telling people what i do bro and yeah. i started literally when people are asking how's things going with your career how's things going with whatever i i cut the conversation dead <laughs> yeah uh yeah that's episode 51 of the reason season podcast um we have to give a massive shout out to uh, le monde on george street in edinburgh for letting us use their facilities yes, to record today now Normally recording, we record the pod in my crib, but like I said at the beginning of the pod, man, my place is a mess because it's getting redecorated. But um, yeah, last minute, Darren, Darren from uh, Shanghai came through. He said, yo, you can use the back room. So yeah, shout out to man like Darren and, and the Le Mans crew. Been very hospitable today. Um, however, me like a donut forgot to bring the SD cards for this camera. So there won't be any visuals. Um, for this episode but you know what i'm pretty sure you don't listen to the audio anyhow more than you fuck with the visuals but um yeah i go by the name of ellie tone also known as tone i go by the name of sims and you have been listening to episode 51 of the reason the seasoning podcast oh also shit. Mm -hmm. apologies guys we didn't release a five for five last tuesday oh. shit got mad hectic during the week like i said i've been decorating all day 
Um, Sims has been hella busy, so yeah, apologies, apologies, apologies to all our listeners. But yeah, we're about to record next week's one now. So don't worry, there will be one next week, and it's an absolute stomper. So um, yeah, until next week. What's going on, people? You're now listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellen Tone, and me, King Sims. Make sure you check out new episodes every Friday on Spotify and weekly on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast.